Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, Artificial Intelligence? It's a contradiction in terms. episode of End of the Line is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.tv today. You know, there are a lot of lies that people tell us every day, but lies that we all embrace, accept, even enjoy. My favorites are maintenance-free, guaranteed for life, no new taxes. But the biggest of all, and the one that's hot all over the media right now, is artificial intelligence. Now, I'll just say it straight up right now. There is no such thing as artificial intelligence. There never has been. It's possible that there never will be. Now, there are several reasons for this, but in my opinion, the most significant is simple. Since we don't know what human consciousness is and therefore can't clearly define human intelligence, we, how do we create a synthetic analog of it? But even if we could fully understand intelligence in the wetware, the notion that brute force algorithms running at light speed on silicon somehow magically attains this thing we call intelligence is obviously untrue. Now, computers can now routinely defeat chess masters at the game, but even those famous IBM monsters like Deep Blue didn't think like human beings. The ability to iterate millions or even billions of possible outcomes, then choose the best path forward simply isn't the way that intelligence operates. Intelligence operates subconsciously. We don't know why 2 plus 2 equals 4, and we don't count on our fingers to know it. It's not just the rote memory of a childhood arithmetic that makes us intelligent. It's the ability to take concepts like that and use them to understand much more sophisticated things, things we have not learned through repetitive training. Manned spaceflight to the moon was developed using computers, but it was also developed using these in the hands of skilled engineers, who thought in sophisticated ways, like the logarithms used by this slide rule. Now, that's actual intelligence. Now, don't get me wrong, machines are pseudo-intelligent and they're essential. Now, they can learn in the sense that they can recognize an erroneous path and stop before they go too far down that road. But if you want to see what I'm talking about, take a look at the new and powerful tool called Generative Design. Want a lightweight, high-strength bracket? Let this new CAD technology iterate a billion or so designs, run the FEA, and deliver an optimized solution. But it will do so always within the constraints of predetermined physics and available material properties. Now, I once worked for a brilliant senior engineer who once pointed to his very large Rolodex and said, this is the key to engineering. What he meant was that when he couldn't imagine a solution to a problem, he could imagine that there was a business card of someone he had met in that Rolodex who had the necessary knowledge and creativity to help solve that problem. Now, today we tend to do this with a Google search, but I guarantee that the good stuff is only accessible by talking to a creative expert, not doing an automated literature search. Every well-designed and efficient algorithm these days is called artificial intelligence. It isn't. When it stands next to me at the water cooler and says, who's that guy we had that drink with at AeroDef last year? You know, the guy from Lockmart, he understands this stuff. When the machine can do that and then pipeline me directly to an innovative and creative solution to a problem, then establish a personal connection that will work to the advantage of both of us for years in the future, then I'll call it artificial intelligence. This episode was brought to you by engineering.tv. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next time.